Welcome back to Freight Waves Now. And Donnie going to start here looking at tender lead times. Just kind of showing shippers really aren't under any pressure. So we're back to right around that two and a half day market, 2.6 days. Uh, you see the spikes here from the holidays. <clears throat> you see it elevated through uh, the summertime Summer. here. But we're down below kind of all this right now. You see the little red dotted line going across. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> we're at one of our lowest points of the year. What's interesting is, so this May, right? We called, I think called the bottom where rejection rates started to move up, right? If you pulled it, if you would have looked at rejection rates, they've been up. I mean, they're up like a percentage point from May to now. But through this May, June into early July, that was the time frame that rejection rates were on the increase. So when they were rising, even though they were at 2% to 3% or two and a half to three and a half, that increase was enough to say shippers are under pressure. They extended lead times, not by a whole lot, but just enough that it, it took them just a little, they were, they felt it just enough that, hey, we need to give maybe a couple more hours on a seven day average of that lead time. So overall, I mean, it, I think it's interesting that we've fallen right back down after this summer season. Well, July or August and September are two of the hardest months when you're, you know, especially in um, spot freight. Yep. So here, um, they're not under pressure a lot through sept or August and September. So they've allowed it to drop back. They're not worried. There's plenty of capacity in the market. They can really call up and even get same day capacity and they're not really gonna pay a premium. So yep. they're not pushing to really get everything booked out real early unless there's a holiday or, you know, maybe, maybe this will rise up a little bit when we get a bit more towards the end of the month, yes. but they're not under a lot of pressure. They know they can get it done and they know they're not going to pay anything right mm -hmm. now. So they're not worried about it. And that's dangerous for carriers yep. because there's almost like no respect. Mm -hmm. So without this, with this happening, that's when the prices go way down, they push prices down. And this is why carriers get upset. And when it starts to flip, they drive the rates up way the other direction. Mm -hmm. And that's why there's so such volatility in between these booms and bust seasons right now is because these guys are fighting back and forth of who can push it down the most, who can push it up the most. Mm -hmm. Well, that's why this year a lot of the carriers or shippers are trying to be like, hey, let's not push them down quite so much. And maybe they won't push us up so much and trying to reduce that volatility in these boom bust cycles because it's getting out of control. And you've seen contract rates decline. But the decline has really slowed down pretty significantly, especially during this time frame that we're looking at right here. It, it's really not been as aggressive as, I mean, well, either one thought. of us have thought, right? I mean, yeah. what did we set that, that over under at, at what, $1.95? And it, we're not even close to that level yet. Yeah. Um, so you would have thought with as low as spot rates are that they had to really push those contracted rates down extremely far. But I think a lot of them have learned the hard way. Like, you know, I had a customer way back in the day that um, at the freight carrier that I was at at the time, their average rate per mile was $1.55 a mile plus fuel. That's what they had pushed us down to in 2015, 16, and 17. Mm -hmm. Well, I took over this account, account in October of 2017 which was the beginning of the boom. <laughs> and it did not take me very long. And I had um, our average rate per mile well over $2 plus fuel. Yeah. <clears throat> and that's because I flipped back around. And, and what happened was, is all their cares that they had really pushed down to that $1.55 or below quit hauling freight for them. Yeah. So it all started flowing to their spot boards. And then I was there on, 
I was on our spot market team for pricing and my prices were outrageous. I'm talking Yuma, Arizona to Southern California, $4,500. That's a $700 truck. Yeah. And they had to accept it because nobody would run their freight. Yeah. So that's what happens when you drive carriers down too far. They abandon you. So they're trying to get that middle lined up where, hey, let's not push them down so far. And maybe they won't just abandon us or, you know, run the rates up. They get stuck when COVID happened. I mean, they effectively get stuck with their pants around their ankles. And then, I mean, you sit there and turn, the market turns and you can't find the capacity. So they're leading, respectfully, they're leading the way on trying to make some changes. Yeah. Let's go to the next chart here, please. Uh, So... Here we're looking at uh, changes in rejection rates. We see a lot of red, especially in the Southeast, mm-hmm. a little bit in the Northeast, and even these areas that we're growing out here in the Midwest. Now, some of our hotspots are still out here in uh, Minnesota, Nebraska, but as rejection rates go down, the ones that are climbing, except for Dallas here, are a lot of rural, small markets. Yeah. So these are the changes that are going on. When we come back, we'll look at the actual rejection rates. Awesome stuff as always, Donnie. Thank you for this update. We'll be sure to check in with you again a little later. Right now, we'll hand it back over to Kaylee and Anthony.